A Republican power broker in Columbus grows more powerful. The percentage of homicide victims in Cleveland who are African-American has jumped this year. And state legislators look to help people who adopt children. It's the Wake Up from Cleveland.com for Thursday, November 7th. I'm Chris Quinn. Republican Larry Householder has solidified his power over the Ohio House GOP caucus, which reduces the influence of the Democrats that Householder needed to get the job that he has in the first place. By the time Householder runs for another term as House Speaker in January 2021, as expected, at least 40% of the 34 Republicans who voted against him in 2019 will be gone, and in each of their places will be mostly rookie lawmakers aligned with Householder. The more friendly Republican votes Householder has, the less he'll need to solicit Democratic votes on legislation, support which he needed not only to become Speaker, but to pass a new state budget and a high-priority nuclear power plant bailout bill. Householder, for his part, has worked to win over House Republicans who voted against him, and many are now working amicably with the Speaker. Half of the House's 20 permanent standing committees are currently chaired by Republicans who backed Householder's opponent for the Speaker's seat, Ryan Smith. Cleveland's homicide victims are skewing younger in 2019, and African-American males account for the lion's share. This year, there have been 10 homicide cases involving children and 40 involving people under age 25. As of Saturday, nearly 87% of the year's homicide victims, 92 out of 106, were African Americans compared to 75% in 2018. Two unsolved homicides involving children occurred last month. On October 5th, gunfire into a home killed Lyric Lawson, a six-year-old girl sleeping inside. The killing came weeks before Nyera Lawson, 15, was found shot to death October 23rd in a field outside an abandoned home in Glenville. Ohioans seeking to adopt a child could get a low-interest loan to help them cover the tens of thousands of dollars of the associated costs if a proposed bill becomes law. Loans through the proposed Family Forward Initiative would cover up to $50,000 of qualifying expenses. That would include things like adoption agency expenses, legal fees, and birth mother expenses. Complicated legal, ethical, and medical requirements make adoptions costly. State Treasurer Robert Sprague said existing adoption loans carry a 4.5% interest rate for prime borrowers, The state program could save families thousands of dollars by lowering the rate anywhere from 1% to 3%. The program is meant to help families bridge the gap between paying for upfront adoption-related costs and the existing state and federal tax credits they can apply for once their adoption is complete. It's Donald Trump versus Stormy Daniels round 7, or 8, or 10. The president wants a piece of the $450,000 settlement that the adult film star reached with the city of Columbus over her arrest at a strip club last year. Court filings show Trump wants to use the settlement to collect part of a judgment in a California case where a defamation lawsuit she filed against the president was dismissed. Daniels, whose real name is Stephanie Clifford, reached her six-figure settlement with Columbus in September. 
Columbus police initially said her July 2018 arrest was part of an investigation into human trafficking and prostitution. Daniels said that was false. Columbus City Attorney later dropped the misdemeanor charges against Daniels and two others arrested the same night. An investigation conducted by the police department's Internal Affairs Unit did not sustain an allegation of political motivation by the officers involved, but investigators found the arrest was improper. A former U.S. Postal Service worker was sentenced Tuesday to more than four years in federal prison for stealing gift cards and cash from greeting cards sent through the mail. Prior to losing her job, Jennifer Riccardi sorted mail at the post office's processing and distribution center on Orange Avenue in Cleveland. For about a year, she set aside envelopes she thought contained greeting cards and other items. She took them home, where she and her boyfriend opened them and stole gift cards and cash. Riccardi pleaded guilty in May to possession of stolen mail, theft of mail by a postal employee, and access device fraud. As much as the opening of new places to eat excites Clevelanders, closings depress them. We have two. Bloom Bakery, the artisan pastry shop and cafe that employed mostly ex-defenders, is closing. Towards employment, the nonprofit that runs the social enterprise called the decision to shut it down a difficult one. The bakery launched in 2016 with the mission of giving people with criminal records or who face other barriers to employment the opportunity to turn their lives around. The business grew to two locations, on Public Square and in the Campus District, providing employment, training, culinary, and business skills to 90 people over the last three years. And the Hotspot Cafe, a favorite meeting place for breakfast on Carnegie Avenue, will close November 15th after six years in business. Its lease is expiring. Well-known politicians like former Cleveland Mayor Michael R. White were frequent visitors to the restaurant, which is in the space formerly occupied by the Carnegie Grill, the Juniper Grill, and Verve. I was a sometime visitor to the hotspot myself, a good place, and I suspect someone else will try to make a go of it there. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up. For an expanded edition, subscribe to our emailed Wake Up newsletter at cleveland.com newsletters and keep up with the news all day on cleveland.com. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of The Wake Up.